0: Raise your hand if you feel completely overwhelmed by all the many things you have to juggle in your business. Yep, I'm raising my hand too. For so many of us, we know the importance of email marketing, we know the statistics, we know how valuable it can be to our business, but yet we still get into this rhythm of it becoming something we do just at the last minute, whenever it comes to mind. It becomes one of the last things on our to-do list, but no more. Today is episode one in a series that is designed to help you plan your best year ever for email marketing starting January 1, 2024. Welcome to copy that converts the podcast that gives you copywriting and email marketing tips to help your business connect with idle clients who will actually buy. Consider me your bossy big sister for your business. I'll tell you exactly what to do to create high converting copy. So you can close your laptop with confidence knowing that you've created words that work. I'm Megan wisdom, a certified copywriter and bona fide big sis who's helped five, six and seven figure business owners make thousands of dollars through email marketing. And I want to help you do that too. Get ready for some no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is advice with a sprinkle of fun as we learn how to create copy that converts into sales. I'm so excited about this series because not only are we going to dive into step-by-step actions you can take to map out and plan your 2024 email marketing so it doesn't have to feel so overwhelming, so stressful, I'm also giving you All the tools you need to do it so if you will head on down to the show notes you can download absolutely free the confident copy calendar for 2024 this calendar and workbook helps you map out your year with ease you'll get step-by-step guides you'll get a full calendar so that you can create content with a plan with purpose and that's what we're talking about today the very first step when creating a plan for your year is to plan with purpose that means stepping back and looking at the year in a whole and deciding what are my most important offers or promotions when are those things happening those things get first priority have you ever heard that analogy where you have to fill a jar with sand? And if you fill it with sand first, there's no room to add anything else in. You can't add rocks, you can't add pebbles. But if you start with the big things, the rocks first, and then you fill in those pebbles, and then you add the sand, you can fit it all in. And this is the importance of putting those big offers on your calendar first, because we wanna make sure they get the priority that they deserve. And then you can fill in the gaps with all of your nurture content. So prioritizing, like everything else in life, it's important to do this with email marketing as well. After those are in place, the next thing you need to decide is what is your level of commitment? Now, there, I think there are three different levels of commitment when it comes to nurture content. Bottom line, you cannot sell to your audience unless you have nurtured them first. Well, you can try, but it's going to fall flat because they have to have the no like, trust. They have to believe in you as their mentor, they have to understand that you have a solution to their problem. And if you haven't provided them with value over time, then they are less likely to be interested in whatever you have to offer. So nurture content is important. But you can decide what level of activity you want to participate in. What do I mean by that? If you're a brand new business owner, you're going to be at what I call level one commitment because you can't just jump in what you can, but it might be overwhelming to jump in with both feet and start emailing your list every week. Or maybe you have a very small list and you don't even know what to write about yet. You would be level one. But there's also the more experienced business owners who could be at level one as well. Level one, whenever you need to pull back a little bit in your business, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed and on the verge of burnout. Maybe you are a solopreneur who is struggling because you have lots of things going on in your personal life. Sickness, family issues, personal emotional struggles, that's okay. If it means stepping back a little bit from your business in order to attend to the things that are really the most important things in your life, do it. But you can still do it with a consistency that doesn't require constant, constant showing up. There's a difference between consistent and constant constant is more like 24 7 access people do not need constant access to you on social media in your inbox or anywhere just to be honest that's called healthy boundaries (laughs) work-life balance that's important here's an analogy for parents out there my daughters are in their early 20s but this applied even when they were smaller was i am i a consistent presence in their life yes do i have a constant presence in their life no i'm pretty sure they would not a fan of that. But even when they were smaller, I wasn't a constant presence in their life. We had time away from each other. Gosh, I even went on a 12-day trip one time when they were younger. Did that mean they felt disconnected, that they didn't feel loved or cared for by me? No, we still had a connection. And your audience will too, as long as you consistently show up. You don't have to constantly show up. So permission to step down a level if you are experiencing life circumstances that make you feel like you can't handle it. If you are feeling great, you're wanting to grow your business, then I would definitely recommend a level two commitment. You'll see all about this in the Confident Copy Workbook. It tells you exactly what to do. It helps you map out what level one, level two looks like. I will say level two is where most business owners are at, and it's a healthy place, a healthy balance of providing enough value, but also not feeling stretched thin. There is a level three. This is reserved for people who have grown a significantly large list, and there's specific reasons that level three works for those people. Again, I go into this in more detail in the Confident Copy Workbook, so you can find Find out what level you are at and what works best for your business. Whereas those tactics may not work for level one, level two people. Let's circle back for just a minute to those large rocks in your calendar, the promotional items, the launches that you're planning. First, I want to remind you that you don't have to have a new offer in order to launch an offer. You can launch anything. You can promote anything. You're just going to be very purposeful about when is the right time for this. You have to know your audience in order to plan this well. And then once you decide, okay, this is my launch date. This is the day that I'm going to start promoting this item. Then we have to backtrack. In the world of education, we call this backwards planning, where you start with the end in mind. So we know what our goal is for this unit that we're teaching and then we backtrack and say, what are all the pieces that I need to put into place in order to get to where I want to go, to get my students to understand what I need them to understand? That's how we plan education, and that's how you should plan your marketing as well. So what do you need to do in order to get people to the place where they are ready to buy? That's what you're asking yourself. You're leaving little breadcrumbs along the way. We talk more about how to launch in episodes 17, 19, and 24. I'll leave those links in the show note but basically you are going to have several weeks leading up to that sale or that promotion where you need to be warming people up specifically for that offer so it's going to require blocking off some of your calendar for that purpose the good news for those of you who have already put this offer or product out into the world and you have your copy ready and you just need to do a quick refresh, that means you've got significantly less work to do. If you look at your calendar and you see this already in place, it makes you feel like, oh wow, I really don't have as much nurture content to prepare as I really thought, which is a fantastic feeling. But regardless, there are many, many benefits to having a copy calendar in place because that will prevent you from sending out too many emails at one time. It will help you to stay on track to know exactly what to do, but it will also help you with other forms of marketing. So your social media content, etc. you can already have kind of an overview of what your year should look like on all fronts of your marketing. It can help you be more consistent in your messaging, and it can also help you identify areas where you can repurpose content because gosh do we need to keep it reinventing the wheel i don't think so that's just exhausting let's say no to exhaustion okay let's say yes to simplicity, to purposeful planning, to having confidence that our copy and our efforts are making a difference for our business and for our customers. This is the year, y'all, 2024. So let's do it. Run over, grab our confident copy calendar and workbook today. It's absolutely free and it's almost 30 pages of goodness designed to take your business up to the next level and your stress levels down a notch. So go download that today and I'll see you back next time as we continue our- our series on how to plan for the very best 2024. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I'd be so grateful if you shared it with a business bestie or better yet, leave a review on iTunes because by doing so, you'll help this podcast reach more business owners who can learn how to use copywriting to grow their businesses. And that's what we're all about here. So thanks.